Welcome everyone to another episode of King Reflections. Um, I'm Daniel Oliver, your host. I am a personal trainer, a graphic designer, and the owner of Xander King. I hope you all have had a wonderful week so far, um, whenever you're hearing this, or hopefully you have a wonderful week ahead of you. I hope you all have been doing well, and it's only the just finished the second month of 2021, and I hope you're achieving your goals and you're striving, um, striving to reach your goals. And if you haven't been fully on board or fully on track with them, it's only second month in 2021. We've still got another 10 months ahead of us for you to pick up the ball again and keep going with it to keep keep pushing yourself. Um, one of my goals this year actually was to listen to audiobooks and to read more books as much as possible. Um, and well, the reading part hasn't gotten so exceptionally well, but I have listened to quite a few audiobooks, probably about six altogether now. So I'm pretty excited. And these are books that I've actually bought you know, two, three years ago through Audible um, and I didn't get a chance to actually properly or didn't get a chance to actually listen to them at all. Some of them I have listened to, um, but I've now actually gone back and gone, okay, what are the ones that I've actually purchased um, and willing to read and now I'm just or willing to listen to, sorry, and now actually going to listen to them. And one of them was actually um, 12 Rules for Life and Antidote to Chaos by Jordan Peterson. And I did listen to um, the prologue, I think it's called, or the, the very start or the introduction of the book and like the first 10 minutes of the of the chapter. Um, but I was listening to it in the car on the way to Canberra. And it's about two years ago. I had someone else in the car though and they just wanted to talk. So I couldn't really listen to it. So I was a bit annoyed by that. So I didn't continue on with it um, until I picked it up two weeks ago again and decided to actually have this one. And it was like 12 hours. So I was sort of dreading the whole... Oh my goodness, this audiobook is going for 12 hours when previous books I've only read up to the, like they only went for three hours or five hours. So I'm like, oh, this is this is a lot. <laughs> but I persevered and decided to and but once you get into it, especially if you love psychology or and theology and understanding the human mind, um, I, I found it very hard to obviously go by your day and I'll listen to it in the gym. I'll try and listen to a chapter. And sometimes one of the chapters, some of the, one of the chapters went for two hours. So I had to stop the chapter short. Um, and I was dreading, you know, pausing it obviously to go back to my everyday life after the gym. So I, I, I found it very hard to stop, um, listening to it, um, for the sake, obviously to, obviously you couldn't, I couldn't sit there for 12 hours, listen to the whole thing. I have everyday life. I've got work and everything. But I did find it hard to put it down in a sense if you're reading a book. Um, I was anticipating and, well, I was just wanting to know what happened next or uh, not what happened next, but um, I wanted to know more. The more information or the more he told or the more examples and um, data that he threw at you, it was like you just collected or you're like a sponge collecting it all. I do intend to listen to it again. He's actually bringing out his second book um, of the series um, in two days because today is the 28th of February and on the 2nd of um, March the second book of the series is going to be released. So I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, but from the overall gist of the book, it's uh, it's called 12 Rules for Life. And obviously, it's meant to be applied to yourself. And all about Xander King is taking self-responsibility and taking control of your life, taking control of your actions and behavior and your emotions and trying your best to better yourself so that when you live this life, it's a little bit more easier to um, to handle, especially all the, the chaos and all the um, uncertainties and all the instabilities in life um, and also all the trauma that um, comes with it. 
um, and just trying to be a better version of yourself. So, picking up all the hardships of life and instead of playing the victim card and complaining about it, the book is, in a sense, telling you to or you know encouraging you to try your best to deal with what hands you've been dealt with, in a sense. So, I've labeled this uh, podcast as called Fix Yourself uh, because in the last chapter, the coda of the book, he um, pushes or emphasizes on the point to fix yourself um, and you have to fix yourself before you can fix the world. You know, it all starts with us as individuals. So, this concept of, and it's throughout the whole book, it's a, you know, check yourself before you wreck yourself sort of concept or, you know, get your house in order before you can rule a nation or, you know, your community, etc. You know, get yourself fixed first or sorted or managed before you can start managing people outside or, you know, your relationships, your uh, community, you know, eventually your nation and eventually the world in a sense. Um, and it's it sort of reminded me at the very end of the book, like um, the concept of Michael Jackson's song, um, Man in the Mirror. You know, it all starts with the man in the mirror. It all starts with us. And while you're listening to this, I just ask that you put your ego and pride aside for the minute, for the moment of the negative belief or connotation you have of Christianity, if you do have a negative connotation or belief, um, and just hear me out for like 10 minutes because my, I've been, obviously I've been brought up as a Christian. I'm not, I'm not afraid to say that I'm a, um, a Christian, a follower of Christ. And I do read the Bible and I try my best to study the Bible to understand it. And, and there's a lot of people that are against Christianity. And I can understand from, you know, the church history of how much they didn't express love when love is the major concept within the Bible. The major concept that um, God is asking us, asking of us is to love our enemies, love everyone as best you can. And obviously, you have to work within yourself to find forgiveness for those that have hurt you, uh, to find compassion for those that are in trauma or in a lesser position than you. And it's all about looking and reflecting on ourselves and working on ourselves to be better so that we can then help others and love others so that we can help the community and eventually help the world. And that's a whole major, one of the major um, factors or um, foundations of Christianity. So, most of the Christian faith is about looking in the mirror metaphorically and finding things that we can fix. And if you can't find anything, then we ask God, um, as Christians as we do, or you ask yourself, um, and you ask yourself, what's something in me that needs improvement? Usually, if you genuinely ask yourself this question, this question, and you genuinely want the truth, and you really want to, you really want to fix or improve the flaws that are within you, as much as it's not going to be, because nobody wants to be told like they're a bad person or they're doing a bad thing or their actions aren't right. Nobody likes to be told that. Everybody wants to believe that they are a good person, that they are doing the best they can. And you know, we are doing the best we can, but we can do better. And it's looking in the mirror and going. I'm going to be honest with myself. I'm not doing the best I can and holding yourself accountable to that. And usually when you do ask yourself or, you know, God, what's something in me that needs improving? An answer should pop in your head pretty much straight away or at least give it 20 seconds if you really do think deeply and ponder on it. Um, And if you really think that nothing needs fixing, 
I'm going to say your pride and ego is what needs fixing. <laughs> because the attitude that you don't need to improve anything in your life is bold and it's a lie. If I come to your house and find it in chaos, or if I ask your friends and family to be honest and ask them some tough questions about you, there probably will be something there that's that needs improving. There's so many aspects of life that always needs improvement. And we can shift our focus from one thing and neglect something else. Uh, for example, you know, we can focus on our fitness and our diet for sure. But it comes with that then it's like, okay, if I'm going to fully focus on my diet and my fitness, something has to be let go or neglected slightly. Whether that be, you know, relationships with your friends or your family, um, whether it be work, you know, not staying back a little bit or um, if you work from home, you know, uh, not doing as much. You might not be able to go out and socialize with your friends and, you know, go eat delicious food at restaurants or anything like that. There's some form of sacrifice that you have to make if you're going to have, you know, your exercise and your diet as the main focal point that you need to fix on. And once you fix that or, you know, once you feel like you're, you've come to a competent state where uh, you can manage your diet and physical health or your fitness uh, regime pretty well, then you can focus on something else that needs improvement, like your relationships, for example. You know, is there, a, <clears throat> is there a family member that you have a disagreement with that you should really mend the friendship or mend the relationship? Is there a, is there a friend that you sort of resent that you sort of need to, you know, fix that up and, you know, try and get on the same page? Is there ways that you can actually attend to your kids a lot more rather than, um, you know, just telling them to go on their iPad and telling them to just be quiet. Are you able to help them out, spend time with them more, go play with them? You know, there's a lot of things in our lives that need fixing. Everything, in a sense, needs more improvement. To tell yourself that nothing needs improvement and that you're you're fine or you're content, and I know I'm probably going to be hated for this, but I, I'm going to say that it's a lie. <laughs> it's a lie you're telling yourself because even if you are, um, you know, content at the time, you still have to work to maintain it. And if you don't work for it, then it's going to slip from your hands and you're not even going to know that it's gone until it's actually physically probably gone. <laughs> and if you do have that mentality, then I'm going to say a good dose of humility is probably what you need. <laughs> um, and I don't mean mean this in to be judgmental or harsh. I care about you to give you an honest, direct challenge. You don't have to answer to me at all. You know, who am I? Just a person on a podcast. You don't have to answer to me at all. But you will have to answer to your loved ones if they don't want to be around you anymore or they don't really like your presence um, or to your, your work if they decide to fire you because you're not picking up your game or you're not improving on your game. And eventually you have to answer to yourself when you see everything wrong with the world and didn't attempt to help it. And so many people I know, they're like, oh, you know, politics this, they're doing it wrong, politics that. And I'm there going, but yeah, but what are you doing? Oh, I'm voting this people in. Sure, you can vote people in, but what else are you doing? Are you emailing your your town or your, your suburbs, you know, political head person? I don't even know. I'm not very good with politics. <laughs> um, what are you doing, especially environmental stuff? What are you doing Tell me what you're doing. Show me what you're doing, and we we'll, people will follow and follow your lead. But if you're just screaming out at you know at 
family gatherings or friend gatherings and just seeing what every political party is doing wrong or what you know every prime minister or president is doing wrong and you're not really doing anything actively in it then you're just shooting yourself in the foot really because you're not willing to take responsibility you're not willing to you know pick up the slack in a sense or try and fix it and really you're not trying to fix yourself to be able to then fix the problem And this is what I love about my Christian faith and my experience and my walk in it is constantly we are taught and told, check yourself, you know, kill the the carnal nature, kill the flesh, kill the man, you know, the thoughts, the, the selfish thoughts that you have, you know, your selfish sexual desires, your selfish gluttony desires, your selfish greed desires, your selfish, um, possession, you know, desires, kill them all. We have to come to a state of not allowing those things to come in because once they do come in, then we just use and abuse everyone. And we might say, oh no, I'm doing this for them. So then I get that out of them or I'm getting this out of them. So I'm going to give this them. And that's a transaction. It's not really love in a sense. True love is when you're able to do something and not expect anything in return, even a thank you. That's true love. And we're taught that to practice that every single day. And to always look in the mirror, find something within ourselves to try and work on and improve on, self-reflect on. And when we catch ourselves doing it, we keep ourselves accountable and correct ourselves there and then. And I'm not asking you to, you know, believe in the Christian faith or, um, you know, believe in anything really. If you, you know, if that's what you're getting from this, I'm not telling you that at all. I'm just saying, or giving you a, a perspective that. The Christian belief system and the faith system is not as exceptionally bad or, you know, as um, as the enemy player in this game of life. You don't have to believe in Christianity, but you can take on the values and the morals of it in a sense. You know, love your neighbor, love your enemy, take care of yourself, you know, improve on yourself. Try and not boast yourself up to be, you know, don't boast yourself up to be like someone that you're not. You know, be honest with yourself, be honest with your family, be honest with your friends, be honest with the world. Make yourself vulnerable so that no one can, in a sense, attack you. And that attack will actually paralyze you from doing anything or being anyone that you want to be. So back to the book. (laughs) I really appreciated this whole book, having this uh, Jordan Peterson, a um, professor of psychology and a clinical psychologist, back up this information with data of human behavior, human expression, and also his personal experiences of applying the rules to his own life and seeing how it's played out in also his clients' lives when he was a psychologist. And hopefully these rules will give you a much more peace of mind experiencing this life because, you know, life is not all rainbows and, you know, donuts and candy canes. It comes with hardships. And we all have to be nicer to each other, kinder to each other, allow each person to express what they want to express as long as it's not making other people feel like they're worth nothing. We all want to be heard and we all want to experience a peaceful life as best as we can without conflict, without uh, people in our face telling that we're doing something wrong, without people condemning us if we're doing something wrong. Sure, we would love correction, but in a compassionate way. We would love to be told, 
hey, this isn't the best thing to do because it's going to ruin your life in the long run. We would all like to be told that, but with some compassion, not with this straight out boom, boom, boom. And sure, I might be coming off a little bit harsh um, in what I'm saying, but I'm trying to come off in a way that it would challenge you. It would make you think, what are you doing to improve yourself today? Because sometimes we do need that direct uh, question, and I'm not here to belittle anyone. We all have the intelligence to be better people. We all have the ability and you know, the strength to be better people. Sometimes we just need someone to believe in you, and I believe in you. I believe if you're listening to this and you really do think that you can live a more peaceful life and you do want a peaceful life, I believe that you can take the responsibility for yourself, you can change your life around, and you can become a much better person. You can become a much better friend, a much better parent, a much better spouse, or a much better you know, girlfriend or boyfriend. You can be a much better king or queen in this world and help this world live a much more peaceful life in love. Anyway, that's all I have for today. Hopefully you got something out of this and hopefully, if you can, read 12 Rules for Life and Antidote to Chaos by Jordan Peterson if you can. It's a really good, insightful book. Um, if you're like me that likes to listen to audiobooks at the moment, listen to the audiobook. <laughs> anyway, I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll see you on the next episode. King up.